0: Red five, I'm going in. (laughs)
1: This is the Trench Run Report coming to you live from Michigan and California. And we are excited to talk about Star Wars today, even though there hasn't been a ton of new news, although there is some. Um, but uh, we're excited to have another episode with you all. Um, and my name is Aaron
2: Russo. I'm co-hosting with uh Justin Boots Gray. And uh today we have a very special guest with us today. He is uh, one of the hosts from the Imperial Senate podcast, and, uh, I, and he's an awesome Star Wars aficionado. Here, uh, here on the show is uh, Nikki Kumar. How are you doing?
3: Hey guys, it's a uh, pleasure to be here. I'm doing well, surviving the uh, the state of the world as we <laughs> as we're currently in, but um, still still doing well, and uh, very excited to tackle the topic that uh, we've chosen today
2: Alrighty, righty so uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself uh, where you're from uh, where you are right now how did you get into Star Wars uh, the people that you've met and uh, etc
3: yeah definitely um so I am uh, currently living in Los Angeles by way of growing up in Texas so that's where, that's where I currently am um, and I guess my my sort of Star Wars origin story started when I was a little toddler and my mom decided to put Return of the Jedi on and yeah I I would have been I don't know maybe almost 3 when that when I like just sat and watched that um and I mean since then you you guys know how it is <laughs> like we're we're stuck um so so yeah no obviously you know there's been fluctuations of different interests and whatnot. But Star Wars has always been the main. um, And it's, you know, it's, it's given me a lot. I've met a lot of people, um, obviously, through sort of like, uh, you know, in school, you find people who are, you know, you have the same interests with, and then you kind of grow up with them. And then, as I sort of got into the podcasting community, of course, I've met countless people, um, yourself included, Justin, I've not met you. In person Aaron, but maybe someday. <laughs> yep. uh, but uh but yeah, like I mean my co-hosts, we all we all live all over the place and uh, we cover eight time zones or eight hours worth of time zone uh, oh, yeah. for our show. <laughs> so it's like we're all we're all over the place, but somehow we all came together um, because of Star Wars. So yeah, it's it's given me a lot in that respect and then um, just being, you know, a fan going to conventions. I've been able to meet um, people I've sort of like looked up to forever. So yeah, no, it's been it's been incredibly fulfilling, and um, that that's why that's why I enjoy doing this so much.
2: Alrighty. So, um, the topic of uh, this podcast episode is uh, Lego themed uh, with mm-hmm. building uh, Lego Star Wars, and um, I don't I don't know about you, but I feel like uh, first Lego sets that I've gotten. Uh, we're Star Wars related uh,
0: mm-hmm. in
2: a way, so yeah, de- definitely have a history with Legos. Um, so as far and speaking of history, um, I'm not too sure on how uh, this whole thing really began, but I do. But I was uh, there in 1999 when it first started out, um, mm-hmm. and I, and I did kind of uh, skim over some research that um, Lego at the time wasn't doing super well they were trying to uh acquire some uh properties and uh star wars was one of those that kind of lend itself to uh, creative building right um right. and then like ever since i feel like uh the the lego brand was just like skyrocketing from there even with its other properties so uh i i, I think i've got that pretty uh well uh, said uh, i feel like nikki might uh uh, give a better uh, synopsis
3: on that. No, I mean, you've definitely, you've hit the basics. It's like, um, I think Star Wars was the first, I think. I, again, I'm not super sure. But um, I think it was the first sort of, uh, like, IP, like, in, like, outside of the LEGO brand. Because LEGO, LEGO before was a lot of, um, like, you know, your classic pirates and, and knights and stuff and the, the old space sets. And it was all very... Like Lego IP, and, and then I think Star Wars was the first time they're like, oh, well, let's let's branch out into you know the wider pop culture, and and of course now it's it's um it's heavily populated in things with uh Star Wars, Harry Potter, um, Jurassic w- uh, Park, World, um, superheroes, DC and Marvel. Um, so now it's I guess Star Wars probably led the way um, in, in what Lego is now is this sort of Maybe like I don't know if it's half and half exactly, but like a a portion still independent to to Lego, but then just loads of stuff that people are fans of outside of Lego that then brings them in. So yeah, Star Wars is definitely definitely awesome in that respect. And um, for anyone who doesn't know, I I do work in a Lego store. I think that's probably what like spawned a lot of this uh, conversation happening in the first yep. place so yep so, yep. I, so I do li- yeah I do work in one and um, I mean it's like you, you look at your top selling ones and it, you know Star Wars is always up there even even when there's no movie happening everyone someone's coming in for Star Wars stuff so uh, yeah it's it's pretty cool to to be a fan and, and seeing all those things come out And there's always new stuff coming so it's it's pretty exciting
2: uh, you. Uh, I do have a question for you. Um, mm-hmm. like, what do you ever get to like build some of the sets that like ever get put on display? Um, um or or do those like already come and built like in case in the case?
3: Every single set in the display is built by the staff, except for very few um, uh, instances. One of them being. The gigantic Millennium Falcon, the one that recently that released earlier this year or was last year, I can't forget. Remember uh, the big Star Destroyer. There's a a UCS Star Destroyer now, and um, both of those had very specific launch dates. So they they, and obvious they're insane builds. So Lego sent those to the store fully built. So we didn't they didn't have to worry about us messing around (laughs) trying to build these gargantuan sets. so yeah those ones went straight into the the displays but everything else yeah we um we build them because you know during the week usually it's especially when like kids are in school um the weekdays are pretty slow um you're not doing too much so um yeah when we generally build everything and then um yeah it's it's fun to cycle them out and we have some autonomy in uh, deciding what goes on display at any given time. So we get to swap things out every now and again. And and then the best part is uh, sometimes we have raffles and we get to take home the, the display sets. So
0: mm, not yeah, fair. so
3: <laughs> Yep, it's, I've I've won some wild stuff, guys. Like <laughs> like I got the uh I got the um, UCSY wing from the from the display uh-huh. so it, it's now this nice set that i just have sitting around um but yeah it's it that's certainly one of the perks um and and yeah so the, i guess the, that was the long answer to yes we do build <laughs> all the stuff yeah. <laughs> all
1: right the, um, the phrase dream job comes to mind as i'm listening to you talk <laughs> oh yeah it,
3: oh. I, I, I gotta say it's it's um it's just about. I don't know how I would feel like working in any other store, um, but when I know when you like when you feel really positively about what you're selling, I think it definitely makes a difference.
1: Yeah,
2: no doubt. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll we'll kind of just throw out like random little Star Wars uh, Lego Star Wars questions uh, involving ourselves. Mm-hmm. um we'll we'll start with aaron first um what is your uh what was your first uh, uh lego star wars set that you ever got
0: mm.
2: if you can remember
1: yeah no i do i do remember very clearly um um i was and most of the star wars legos started out when i was um i think two of my kids um, two or three had been born um so my experience with lego star wars dovetailed in with my my child rearing years of uh, with my kids mm-hmm. um and so I mean I was always I always a Star Wars fan from my childhood um but I remember very clearly when Star Wars Legos came out and my son Jacob who was I think three or four at the time um he'd already been playing with Legos and his Legos were still a standard that I grew up with and so I I you know most little kids even before Lego Star Wars were were growing up with Legos as part of their childhood. Um, But I distinctly remember uh, bringing home, I I believe it was the Snowspeeder Lego set, which uh, I think they came out, I think it got re-released fairly recently. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have vivid memories of bringing that set home and uh, building the Snowspeeder set on the floor in my son's bedroom. I mean, I remember the carpet was green I remember the details of that, um, and I remember um, it was one of the millions of times that I was engaging in Star Wars stuff with my kids. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm not sure who's enjoying this more. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But um, that was the first one, and um, and and that uh, that set was, you know i mean looking back on it like now the sets have become so much more you know the way they're designed it's really just a whole nother level but um at the time it was just there was something about putting those pieces together and seeing something from star wars you know take shape from my childhood right, like, right. right in front of me and and uh, that that's that springboarded um uh, my, my son and uh, and other of my children into like you know kind of just like a side obsession with Lego Star Wars um, but yeah the snowspeeder was my first one
3: awesome wow. that's a great one
2: righty. so uh how about you nikki if if you could, um <laughs> that, that, that's that's like one of the key things yeah my answer is going to be very hazy
3: um my i've narrowed mine down to two like but i i can't exactly. Exactly. I have a feeling I know which one, but I'll say two just in case. Um, what I th- think it is is the land speeder uh, um, that came with Luke and Obi Wan. Pretty sure that was my first le- uh, Star Wars Lego. Uh, but the other candidate is a um, Phantom Menace set where it's Qui Gon and Darth Maul on his like little like bike, like speeder bike thing. Uh, so the like the Tatooine duel. Um, oh, okay. It's, yep, yep, I it's I know one what of, Yeah. It's one of those two. I but I I think it is the Land Speeder. Um so yeah. And uh that's that's one they've made a lot. Like like um like that Snow Speeder that came out, that was um they redid that for the 20, 20th anniversary last year of Lego Star Wars. So they, they did like five sets that they sort of revamped from the classics. Um but the Land Speeder uh just recently like I think in April got an update, um, so there's a, there's like a brand new landspeeder out there now, and uh, it's it's definitely one they've done a lot. So it's it's kind of a nice classic um, set as well.
2: Yeah. So um, uh, as as far as the first LEGO Star Wars set, um, I it's very hazy, but um, it was. I, I also like put out uh, um, pictures of it on Twitter. Um, I think it was either it was, it was either Amikin's Pod Racer, uh, just the single yeah, one. It yeah. didn't have Cibolas and the other uh, Pod Racer with it. Uh, too expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the other one was the N1 Nabu Starfighter, which is like for like my personal favorite uh, fighter design. Just beautiful ship. For sure, It's um, sure. so, so it was either like one of Anakin's uh, vehicles, um, and there's kind of a sad story behind it. Uh, <laughs> I remember building it uh, for the first time. Uh, it was like one of my first uh, Star Wars like Lego sets that completed. Um, cause, um, we, I completed because, like like Aaron said, uh, most of us grew up with Legos uh, uh, before Star Wars came along. And so, like, I wasn't too creative with Legos. Um, I did. I, I feel like that's, like, one of the things from the Lego movie that kind of hit home with me is that there are some master builders that can build stuff, like, right from the ground up. And then there's some that, like, uh, like construct, like, instructions. And I was one of those instructions kind of builders. Um, so I built, the, I built the vehicle. And I was so excited that I ran to the other room to show my mom <laughs> I can hear Aaron just go like oh no yeah that <laughs> oh no is warranted uh the, the floor was recently cleaned and like it was an old Yikes. floor that um that had some uh uh um cracks in it like wood cracks so um it was like an older house and uh I slipped
3: uh, and no.
2: the Lego set went, flat. Uh, it went all over the place. I was able yeah. to build it, but one of the, um, I think it was like either, it was a yellow piece. I don't know if it was like the, like the, one of those, uh, like pointed parts on the Naboo Starfighter or like the, one of the flaps from, uh. The uh, pod racer, but one of those disappeared.
3: Mm-hmm. Probably went
2: in the cracks.
3: Never. Yeah, again. it's it's unfortunate. It's one of those things because it's like there's it's two two sides to it because the one side there's no such thing as breaking a Lego. Like mm-hmm. it can always be put back together. But then when you get this, you get those straggler pieces that just get lost, and then the whole thing is it's compromised it's it's always sad um but yeah no i i feel your pain I, i'm i'm sure many people who've ever built like a <laughs> like understand your pain in that story <laughs> because yeah that was those are the those are the nightmare stories for sure mm-hmm. uh yeah i
2: i and, like the thing that i just look at like back then uh we we grew up with lego catalogs um Mm-hmm. Like, this was before we had, like, I grew up with internet, um, like, and that was kind of like our, uh, window to the outside world as far as Legos, and, uh, I remember actually buying some, uh, Lego pieces that I don't, I didn't really have before, and, I did, and it just kind of dawned on me that I never got a replacement part for it, and I am like, kind of just hitting myself on the head about that, right, like, to mm-hmm. this day you now, so, mm. <laughs> but oh, that's kind of a, a question that just kind of popped up in my head um like how did you uh, uh buy legos as as far as uh like like getting them from uh like a catalog or the, do you, was it like a store thing uh well what, what do you th- what do you what do you think aaron um like what was your like avenue of like getting Legos? Like how did you? I mean,
1: as a, as a, as a kid and even as as a, even as I got older and and even when my kids were, were young, um, my primary out, you know the primary source for Legos was always toys R Us. Um, and at the time, I, I mean, I, if I recall correctly, and Nikki, you might know remember or know more about this being in the in the industry. Um, but the toys R Us was the primary um, by far. Um, but the Lego land and Lego stores were just starting to pop up I think in that time period um, and so I do remember uh, a few trips to Legoland um, and you know and they always had like everything um, and then later when I, I think the first Lego store that I I went to was at downtown Disney there in Anaheim um, mm-hmm. and that was an incredible like shopping experience Um when my kids were younger but toys r us was the outlet that i you know remember going to the most that was where i we'd, we'd shop for them we would just you know see what was on the shelf and 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 pretty much to make our purchasing decisions that way i never really got into the catalogs or uh, or even into the online shopping even though and probably for the better because then there's everything right in front of you is one click away and it's like oh i yeah. <laughs> want to spend 500 on this lego like Mm-hmm. so probably best that I just stuck to store shopping and didn't have easy access to some of the more expensive stuff but I, I mean fr- from my childhood I remember going to, to Toys R Us and you know browsing the Lego shelves the Lego section was was always you know you always stopped in the Lego section and especially when the Star Wars you know that was back when you know you would still more or less have to go to the store to see what was new and and find it when it came out and so that, Toys R Us was my my primary source.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would say I would say probably that's similar to my experience as well. I'm trying to think about the first time I went to an actual like Lego branded store. And I I think it was pretty late, honestly. It might have even been in like the 2010s by the time I I'd, I'd been to an actual like Lego store. Um, so yeah, it would have been like Toys R Us. Um, shout out to KB Toys, yeah. <laughs> if anyone remembers. Yeah, <laughs> remembers <KB>. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I would have picked up a few there. Um, Walmart, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's and then then obviously, uh, you know, with with like Amazon, um, sometimes they'll have things with like the Prime discount or whatever, so you can you might be able to like shave off a few. Dollars if you order off Prime, which I'm sure I've done before. Um, But yeah, that. But then when I went to a Lego store, um, I signed up for like the VIP program, which is just this like it's like just this free thing that you can sign up for, and you earn points as you make purchases. So I always tried to have like this sort of conscious thing, like oh, if I can get it at a Lego store, let me do that because then I can at least earn some points or whatever. Um, So I've kind of I've been sticking to that. Well. Especially now, because we do get, like, an employee discount. So now I don't really buy Lego like, anywhere else. I'm like, definitely buy at the store <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I'd say growing up, it was definitely, you know, your your Toys R.S.'s and, and, like, maybe mall toy stores or something. Mm, cool.
2: Um, as, as I kind of, like, brushed on before... Um, Lego catalogs were kind of, like, my go-to as far as uh, um, seeing what uh, Lego had to offer. Um, and, uh, like, our, our family didn't really go out to the city that much, uh, unless mm-hmm. so, uh, unless there was, like, doctor's appointments or uh, family visiting or uh, just, like, other errands. Um, so we, we didn't really go to... Um, like stores like Myers or uh, well, well Myers out here is kind of like the um, equivalent to Target, I guess, but cheaper. Um, so like we didn't have uh, we didn't really go to Walmart that much or Target. Uh, we kind of had a local grocery store, so we just did stuff there. Um, but yeah, they. But um, I always remember uh, getting Legos from this uh, place called uh, L- Learning Learning Express. It was like a mm-hmm. shop that was uh, like uh, like along these. This uh, it was like close to a mall, but um, my mom mostly got like educational stuff there, and uh, like in the little section they had Legos, and uh, they had Lego Star Wars and Bionicles, and I just remember getting most of my stuff uh, there, or or uh, or I just cut out uh, Lego magazines and just go like like that for christmas mm-hmm. so most of the time it was met with uh um uh like are you kidding this is <laughs> <expensive>. <laughs> um but um but yeah th- those are like those are kind of my go-tos
0: mm-hmm.
2: so um an- another uh, another question that uh um, that I've, uh, kind of brought up uh, or wrote down is, uh, um, what, what is your, uh, most, uh, recent, uh, Lego set that you've acquired? Um, like it could be like, like the most, like the, basically the last one. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Mm, that's a tough one for me. I don't, I don't, I know that I had, a. I think I'm pretty sure I haven't purchased anything from, uh rise of skywalker any of the sets from that um i'm pretty sure my last one would have been something from last jedi um and i may have purchased those more or less at the same time but there was the i forgot the name of the walkers like the beast walker right i think that's what oh it was yeah, yeah. It. um and also uh, kylo's kylo's um fighter um right those were the last two that i had purchased I think I I might may have purchased one or both of them, um, at the for, you know Force Friday events. Um, oh okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure it was one of those one of those two was the last like full set that I I purchased and built. Um, I haven't done much building. Um, I think so. There was solo after Last Jedi, and I don't I don't remember. I don't recall getting any sets from that. Um, and then rise of skywalker i haven't i haven't um, done anything with but um i really i i really liked the the beast walker that was that's a that's a really nice nice set i think that the walkers for some reason have a really good translation to to lego Mm
0: -hmm. um,
1: just because of how blocky they are and how kind of like you know they have that look to them Um, but those are the last two that i remember doing
3: yeah, walkers are really cool and um there's actually a new I think a new uh iteration of the the at um Toth kind of battle coming out later this year. Um so that's they always look good. Yeah, you're right. Like it, it's something to, I think they're they're able to use those like technic pieces um more often which allow for like the legs to to be really, really cool. So yeah, no 100%. Um I think, I think my most recent purchase was the. Uh, I got the Mandalorian battle pack, which it just comes with like four Mandalorians. Um, oh.
0: Okay. And
3: they, yeah, they they made that. I, I don't know if any of them are actually in the show, but I think they just based them all off like concept art, um, to where they, you could assume they're like in the, the little coven kind of thing or the covert. Uh, whatever they call it. Right. Um, okay. So I, yeah, I, yeah I, I got that, and I got a, a little a duel on Mustafar. It's Obi Wan and Anakin. So those are those are both uh, really recent sets that they, I believe. Yeah, came out in um, January, I think. Uh, so yeah, those are those are my two most recent ones. <laughs> Again, it's are, easy when that, you work around them. <laughs> are the Mandalorian are those are those mini
1: figs, or are they actually like characters that
3: you build, or? No, yeah, yeah, they're, um, they're minifigs. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, uh, it's, so the, like, battle packs are usually, like, four minifigs and then a small, uh, like, speeder bike or little ship kind of build. Um, oh,
0: okay.
3: So, yeah, they, they do some pretty cool ones every now and again. And, uh, I tell you, this one was, was hard to find because, like, we can't, we can't get them on day one. Um. So we had to oh, we had to sit around and wait. Yeah, I mean, especially like really popular things, because it's like again, like a, a business wouldn't want to sell discounted versions when, like, other people are gonna be coming in and spending without the discount. I guess kind of thing. Um, so we usually have to wait a little while. But uh, but yeah, this one was like we were getting them in Fridays. One of, like our shipment day, we'd get them in Friday morning. By Friday afternoon, they'd be gone. Um, and then people would come in and be like, "Hey, do you have those packs?" And we're like, "Nope, sorry." <laughs> and so now, I mean, generally now, like they, you'd be able to find them because um, they, they usually have like maybe a, a two or three week like hot period. Um, but now it's, but yeah, that's that's the most recent one I got, and they are pretty cool, so I dig it.
2: Mm. So, so um before i go into um my recent um i'm just wondering Nikki, have you have you seen the uh um, battle pack for the uh bible first
3: i have yeah oh dude yeah, it's very that's, cool yeah
2: I, I don't i don't know if they have done like the First uh print or not like the um like as far as like the minifigures go mm-hmm. I, I think they did for like Ah, uh, the episode three
3: one. If I yeah, they made like they was... made some um, based around uh, the Umbara episodes of Clone Wars. Um, oh, so there's, oh, that was that yeah, was thinking of, not not episodes. yeah. So oh, you can get one in a uh, like I think one of those like Z nine Z ninety five like headhunter ships that the clones have. Um and that came with General Krell too, so that's pretty funny. Um and then and then there's another one where it's like an ATRT. But they're really rare. So that's why people were like people have been clamoring online for a, a 501st battle pack. And then, then Lego was like, okay, we finally did it. And here it is and it's epic. And it's yeah, it looks awesome. And something I was really excited about with the 501st pack is they included a rocket trooper, and it's the same print as the one uh, you would play as in Battlefront Two. And then also, it they made them the same print in uh, the Siege of Mandalore in the first first part of Siege of Mandalore where they're all under the bridge, and then oh, they come out okay. in the jetpacks. So they they all look exactly like those guys, and it, it's pretty awesome. I was I was very pleased with that. So yeah, no, it's it's a it's a great move. Everyone if a lot of people have been wanting those uh, five of first packs, so it's it's pretty going to be awesome. That that's going to be one like the Mandalorian battle pack, where if the store was like open normally, um, we would we probably wouldn't see it for like we'd see it for like two seconds, and then they'd all be gone.
1: <laughs> that's a scenario where it's actually maybe more painful to work at the Lego store. <laughs> right. Oh, let's right. See, let's go. <laughs> uh.
2: Um, my, my most recent was, um, actually yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't planning on, uh, making this, uh, one for, uh, I wasn't planning to put this one on the podcast, but I guess, I guess it's most recent and truthful. Um, mine was the, uh, uh, speeder chase from, uh, Rise of Skywalker, oh, uh, man. with Ray and that, uh, uh, snowmobile looking, uh. Treadrunner.
0: Oh, yeah. right. So.
3: That's a great one.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
3: I, I had one of those from before that I hadn't built yet. And that was one of the first things I did in a uh, lockdown. <laughs> I busted that out and was like, yeah, may as well start doing something. So now, yeah, that's, that's a lot of fun. I like that one a lot. Mm.
2: Yeah. The, the one that I was originally planning to put on the show was uh, a bust of a, a Stormtrooper uh helmet that was for the uh 40th
3: anniversary of oh, uh oh, yeah. empire yeah those and, are pretty new too
2: yeah and i uh built that mm-hmm. on uh um may the 4th uh um then i kind of did like a live feed of that and uh that took a took a good while um
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but yeah it was, it was definitely worth it uh uh when it was uh put together and now it's in a glass uh um cabinet
3: very nice yeah i'm i'm a big fan of the one they did for um for boba fett it, mm-hmm. it they it looked that one translated really well so i'm i'm gonna eye that up for sure in the future
2: all righty uh, and uh, here here comes a painful question and and then i i i feel i feel pain whenever like i even thought of this one um yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, what's a Star Wars uh, um, Lego set that you've always wanted to get, but uh, it was either too expensive or, well, actually, yeah, it was just way too expensive or <laughs> <laughs>
0: out of that's reach? Probably,
2: that's probably the
1: hardest question to answer of all the questions that we're going to deal with because. Mm-hmm. That is such a, um, like of all the things that are out there in, in Star Wars, you know, merchandise and retail that, that I find myself, you know, like hovering over the buy button for more than anything else. It's these just amazing, you know, massive scale um, Star Wars Lego sets. Um, there's something about those sets um, that just... I think it's the scale of it that, that, and because you're, you you know, and you know it's going to be such a a massive build, it's going to take so much time. um, That just, I think it fits the Star Wars kind of like universe, like this, the idea of these things of scale that kind of make you just be in awe. Um, But I mean, there's so many. I remember the first ones that came out years ago. I think it was one of them was a Star Destroyer, and I think the other one, um, I don't know if it was a. Uh, X-wing or Tie Fighter? I don't recall. I remember seeing those at the Lego store in, in Disneyland, and uh, I mean, I I would I must have walked by those boxes like you know fifty sixty times over the years, like, and just oh so many times tempted. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say, I mean, for me, I think the one the one that I've I've I have you know had the most anguish over not ever purchasing was the Millennium Falcon. Um, the the giant one that came out you know, two two years ago or so three years ago. Yeah. Um, it's close between that and the, the the previous massive Star Destroyer set that came out. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I love the Star Destroyer set because I think that is also a, a vehicle that translates really well uh, into Lego form, just because of all the intricate detail and it kind of has that Lego look even in real in the you know in the images from the films, but. There was just something about that massive scale, Millennium Falcon, um, just the size of it, the detail of it, the interior, um, the minifigs that came with it, the the way it was packaged, um, Mm -hmm. even was just so beautiful and so you know just so excellent. And that is the one that I and I had a coworker um, had a coworker at Apple who. Um, uh, bought that set for her husband for their wedding gift.
3: <laughs> wow! And
1: and she would update me all the time. You know, he's working on it and building it. I mean, and yeah. those are like once in a lifetime kind of purchases for a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. when you're looking at spending, you know, what what was it, S- six hundred, yeah, seven like hundred, seven. That one seven, is eight
3: hundred. Eight hundred, yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean yeah. that's like.
1: That's an astronomical purchase. That obviously most people like. No matter, how, I mean, even if you just desperately love Star Wars and Legos, it's like, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't. Yeah, absolutely. But goodbye to your tax uh, return. Yeah, <laughs> right. But but there was something about that Millennium Falcon. I think because I think the Falcon really. I mean, obviously, I it is. It's the it's the it's the the ship at the heart of Star Wars. And and there was just there's something about that set that's just so nostalgic and so iconic um that -hmm. you know to this day i still think you know maybe someday Mm -hmm. (laughs) if i can find it
3: yeah it's um it's awesome that that's probably my answer too just because it is the it is still the most expensive lego set ever um the highest piece count ever um and yeah it's it's amazing to look at and like i like it's one of the things also i started working at the store not wanting it and then every day i'd walk past it and just want it a little bit more and a little bit more (laughs) And, and then it yeah and yeah and it comes with all those characters it comes with the two dishes so you can change it era wise um yeah it's it's tough uh i don't i don't know someday someday it might happen you know but uh that's that's certainly that's certainly the one it's still the crown jewel i think of just the lego brand still it's still like just so impressive that they that they did that um i guess i i can also give an answer that has some hope to it also though because um one of my favorite ships ever is the uh, republic gunship and mm. i've always missed every single iteration of the republic gunship that lego's ever done and they've always been really cool I, I also remember it, it was like it must have been like a birthday, and I, I had a choice. I could have done the the like A T T E Walker or or the gunship. I chose the Walker, <laughs> and now, now I'm like, you idiot! Why did you choose the gunship? You love the gunships, <laughs> um, so yeah, I've always missed those. Um, but recently, uh, Lego decided to run a fan poll of uh, what to make the um, the upcoming UCS ship. So they recently released the UCS A-Wing, uh, mm. but there's going to be the next one after that. They made it a fan vote. And they put it between a TIE bomber, a uh, Nebulon B frigate, which I think would have been pretty interesting, um, and a Republic gunship. And the Republic gunship won. So, no. <laughs> yeah, so they are they are currently designing the... The Ultimate Collector Series Republic Gunship. Um, so this time, this time I'm not not making the same mistakes. <laughs> like I am finding that, and I'm getting it because that is my that's probably outside of the um, the gigantic Millennium Falcon. That's the one that's so consistently gotten away from me. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hunt that one down for sure.
1: What is, is there a release date for that?
3: No, I don't even think I don't even think they finished the like the product design. Um, so it, there's, it's really hard to say, especially with, you know, how the, the pandemic's affected, um, you know, factory production and stuff. I, I really don't know how far that's going to get kicked down the line, but that it's still in the plan. So I'm, I'm holding out hope that it, that it's fairly soon.
1: Is it? do you know, is the, is that giant Millennium Falcon set, is that still in production? Or is it just a matter of like finding I mean is it still something
3: that you guys get in the stores new or yeah we still we still get those um, but I I don't know if this is confirmed um, but I do I do believe the plan was to retire it at the end of this year uh, um, but that could be that could change again again I don't know to what degree the the pandemic has shifted plans for for product um, but as far as far as I know, it could be it could be leaving Lego stores um, this at uh, the end of this year.
1: Mm. That makes it even harder because then it's like you know, like as soon as that leaves the stores, anywhere you find it, like aftermarket is going to be through the roof.
3: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Lego. I'm pretty sure there have been like studies about how Lego is more valuable than gold <laughs> like <laughs> like the way like wait, the wait, way wait. it um yeah. like the way when a set retires it can triple in price um online and wow. it's just like like not many things have that sort of value once you know once they hit those sort of stages so you know yeah, it, it's nuts out there and and of course like the the lego community outside of you know, just buying and enjoying things in the store is so massive, right? And it's like, like you go to celebration, and you see these giant dioramas of of Lego, right? And that's that's just stuff people have like put together um, over time through finding pieces here and there. But uh, it's it's an expensive hobby, <laughs> that's for sure.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, no doubt. Definitely a pretty penny uh, uh, investment. Hmm. Um. So as as far as uh, Lego se- Lego sets that I've uh, brought to my parents as far as uh, Christmas ideas and mm-hmm. <laughs> being uh, rejected, um, most of them were uh, U- Ultimate Collector Series uh, uh, <laughs> uh items like the um, the X Wing was like one of the first ones, uh, then like the uh, Tie Fighter actually it was a tie the I think it was like the tie advance that I had my eyes on for a while mm-hmm. uh, one that like I haven't seen in circulation like ever since um, not, not even online so that was an interesting one um but I feel like the crown one uh, which was just a hundred dollars uh, was the um, cloud city uh, uh, set from uh, 2002.
3: And you know exactly what you're talking about. Yep, <laughs> yeah. it's it's like it's insane to think like in today's market that was only a hundred dollars, oh, because yeah. like they they remade one. Um, I mean, it, it was of course like beefed up a bit, but they remade one recently that I think I think is like somewhere between it's like two fifty or three hundred. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And it's like yeah, like the the pe- the pieces of course get more expensive. The plastic they use gets more expensive, so it's like of course it like lego will inflate that way but um but yeah it's, it's really funny to think about how how that, that set in particular was was on just 100 and mm-hmm. i'm sure if you tried to find it now you'd you'd be spending I, I can't even imagine how much to find that now yeah
2: the last time i saw that was uh, like at grand rapids comic-con and that was like six hundred dollars like, yep oh, so, not
3: surprised not yeah. at all yep
2: and uh like as you said, there they did remake it, but um, like I I looked at that one and I was like, mm, it's it's good, but um, there was like one little detail that like slightly irritated me, and it was the um, landing platform in the like in the smaller uh, Slave One that went with it, and it oh. was like um, like with the the one from uh, two thousand and two, it had a landing landing platform, but it was like a massive just Flat landing platform. I'm pretty sure you could have put the Slave One on that, like a like a Slave One that was sold separately onto that platform, or the Millennium Falcon set. Um, yeah. But with this one, I felt and like and the weird thing was is that the same year they uh, they did have a Slave One uh, for the uh, ultimate collectors, mm-hmm. and like you could not plot that into the um, landing platform for that.
3: Definitely not. Yep, or, <laughs> that was or, a big or one. Or the
2: one that uh, just came out uh, last year. Uh, you couldn't, mm-hmm. do it and like, uh, and I, I don't know if it was uh, my slight O uh, C D, uh, but I was like, "That's not no." <laughs>
3: I, I yeah, see
2: what you're doing? It's cool that you're adding the ship, but please make it the right ship. Right. But anyway, I, I I think I think it was like just this, the um like just overall uh, like the list of characters that were involved with the 2002 set that intrigued me very much. Uh, the fact that you could flip the window open and throw Luke out and have that balcony scene, which mm-hmm. which come on, that scene was just so iconic. Yeah. and you were able like like. Back then, as a kid, it was like, okay, you can finally do that scene. Uh, yeah. You can pop the hand off of Luke.
3: <laughs> and I think actually, also something really cool about that set in particular was, up until that point, every Lego person had been the yellow, the yellow body of mm-hmm. and the head. That was the first time they made Lando, and so like that was the first time like a black character was a minifigure, and like the first time they started like expanded i guess the i guess it's hard to say expand when it's one minifigure but it's like it was sort of this step into um you know the more the more a more like racially diverse minifigure scattering um mm-hmm. so that it's a, it was a like historic kind of thing in that way as well
2: oh, i did not know that yeah I, yeah it was yeah i actually like asked uh uh, I asked uh, Siri from my phone, uh, uh, like, uh, wh- wh- who, like, what was the first uh, um, racial diverse uh, Lego minifigure, and it wouldn't answer. Um, so I, so I did kind of like deeply research it a bit myself. Um, so it's, it was kind of, but like, I remember it vividly. Vivid, ah, can't talk today. <laughs> <laughs> um, vividly. Um, that it was either Lando or it was like the NBA sets that they had.
3: Oh okay, yeah, I remember but, those.
2: I've tried to look and like uh, I couldn't I couldn't find uh, couldn't find like a, a very like close like pinpoint to where what mm-hmm. where like they started going racially diverse with their sets. Um, but I do but I do remember Lando being like one of the biggest deals as far as uh, Legos. Um, and like, I, and I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Mm. I think, I think there's
1: I do have an honorable mention to add to this list, which is the death star set. Um, (laughs) and I, I don't know that I, I don't know that I'm a huge fan of that set from a purely aesthetic view, Uh Um, but just the way that they did all the interiors, um, just capturing all those scenes on the inside of that, of that set. Like that set to me was just, it was one of the, it was one of those things where you're like, Oh, like, that's just brilliant. Like, and it, cause it wasn't just about like creating a replica of, of the exterior of something iconic, but it was like, it really was like a storytelling piece. Um, and that's, exactly. that's, that's definitely one that I, I, um, I, I would say that might that might be you know in my top three maybe even number two is the the Death Star set and, and especially after after the appearance it made in uh, Spider Man
2: oh yeah oh, that was yep. that was painful oh, <laughs> talk, about, talk about a sad
1: side story to building a Lego right it's like, yeah but uh, but yeah that set was also something that I think just you know, like I said, the the way that they they handled the interior and creating those little little scenes within the set was, I thought, really creative and cool. Um, but way out of my
3: price range. Absolutely, it, it's it's an insane one. How like I think that one's like five hundred dollars or something. Um, it's it's wild. But <laughs> but yeah, no, like that set in particular for me. Um, I guess like uh, I'm a big fan of the the minifigures and just looking at a set that comes with 23 minifigures yeah. <laughs> is like it's 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 like a, a a dream to witness anything having something like that so uh, yeah it it was really cool how it it blended the you know return of the jedi and a new hope into all these it's like mosaic of of iconic scenes it was really awesome yeah I, that's
1: that's i that's I, w- I would guess that that's the most minifigs that's ever been available in a set i mean i would i would guess
3: I honestly, th- I think so. Um, they they released one Lego movie too, the Apocalypse Burg, like Statue of Liberty uh, set that had a lot of minifigs, but I don't think it, I don't think it got up to where the, the Death Star did. So yeah, I'd, oh, I'd okay. say that's a safe bet. Dang. So
2: so, like, and I think that was like the second uh, rendition of that, uh, if I can remember correctly. The Death Star. Mm-hmm. Like the.
3: The, uh, i think you're right yeah figures. yeah i believe so uh,
2: something just came up in my head about uh lego abuse uh, oh yeah <laughs> like i i don't i don't know about you but like whenever i see people just drop expensive lego sets it just oh my gosh that is like, it's like that is like yeah it's like it's worse than uh, scraping your nails against a chalkboard for yeah.
3: me. Yeah, it's it like is, it you is cringe.
2: All, your, all this work and time mm-hmm. and into these Legos and you drop it. And I almost lost it when uh, Harrison Ford dropped the Lego set to, to the Millennium Falcon. And I, I don't know if it was like the ultimate. like I think it was like a previous ultimate uh, rendition of the Millennium Falcon. He just...
3: Dropped it. He like he like threw it over his shoulder. Didn't he? Yes, I was just. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things. It makes your stomach drop just even when you know it's a joke. <laughs> it's just like oh my god. <laughs> Have
1: you seen those? They, the, those I've seen YouTube videos like where they feature. The, are you talking about like the like these people who make like these from scratch like like you know massive, um, you know Star Wars sets like. Like, I can remember there was one that was, um, there's a YouTube video of it. And it was like this giant, giant set that was the Battle of Crate. Mm-hmm. And I mean, uh-huh. and it was just massive. I mean, the thing had to be at least five by 10. I mean, it was just gigantic.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
1: and in that video, they actually destroy it. Oh, wow. And it took them years. Oh. Like we're talking about years of work to build. And when you watch them destroy it, you're just, like, it's just truly, like, it's awe-inspiring, to be honest, like, but it's very troubling. Mm. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to not cry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Hey, guys, Justin here. Just wanted to let you guys know that uh, due to the length of this episode, we decided to split this one into two parts to keep true to our theme of keeping our show under an hour long. So part two will be out very shortly. Thanks for listening.